Hey everyone, my name is Randy Todd and I want to welcome you to episode 70 of Something Worth Thinking About. In today's podcast, we will begin to explore everything that John meant when he said in 1 John chapter 1 and verse 3 that our fellowship is with God. Specifically, we will begin to unpack 1 John chapter 4 verses 7 through 12 and the call of God on our lives to live in God's love so that we love one another just as God has loved us. It is an honor and a privilege to belong to the fellowship of God. And for those who belong to the sacred fellowship, God's love is what is to define our lives. So much so that John says that if we do not love, we do not know God, because God is love. As we begin today's podcast, I want to remind us of the way John begins his explanation and unpacking of the gospel of Jesus and this incredibly important document we know as 1 John. In chapter 1, verse 3, he wrote these words, We declare to you what we have seen and heard, so that you also may have fellowship with us. And truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. The rest of this letter unpacks what this means, what it means that we truly have fellowship with the Father and the Son. This fellowship goes way beyond being saved from the consequences of our sins. It, it goes way beyond simply being forgiven. Now, it obviously includes these things, but we must not make the mistake of shrinking the gospel of Jesus and making it smaller than it actually is. The gospel of Jesus is bigger than forgiveness. The gospel of Jesus is about more. The gospel is about redemption. The gospel is about a full and abundant life in and with Christ. So here again, these powerful words in 1 John 1 verse 3, truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. This is the gospel. We are more than forgiven and pardoned. We are welcomed and received into the very fellowship of God. And this changes everything for us. We live in God's life, God's love, God's power, and God's everything because truly, truly our fellowship is with God. Now, the rest of this explanation of the gospel of Jesus throughout 1 John simply unpacks this idea of our fellowship with God that John throws at us at the very beginning of this document. And so today, what we want to do is to hear again the word of God in 1 John chapter 4, verses 7 through 12. Let's hear the word of God together. Dear friends, let us love one another. For love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. 
Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. Now, in some ways, this passage is like drinking from a fire hydrant. There's a lot here for us to drink in and absorb. So we will break this down into two, maybe even three podcasts. Today, we want to focus on verses seven and eight. And again, I want us just to think about the way the Apostle John is unpacking the gospel for us. And this compelling explanation of the gospel of Jesus that he gives us here in 1 John, John really bores down on three critical things. First, believe Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus is come in the flesh. Jesus died on the cross. Jesus is raised back to life. Jesus is coming again. Jesus is the Son of God. Second, avoid sin like the plague. Walk in the light as God is in the light. Be holy as God is holy. Do what is right as the Lord does what is right. And then finally, love one another as God has loved us. These are the three themes that John hammers at over and over throughout 1 John. Jesus is Lord. Avoid sin. Love others as God loves you. Over and over again in this letter, we hear John saying something like this. 1 John 4, verses 7 and 8. Beloved, let us love one another, because love is from God. Everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, for God is love. We sometimes say to someone that we love them with all our heart. Now, the ancient Greeks would never say this. They would say, I love you with all my intestines. Can you imagine getting a Valentine card in the shape of your large intestine? Well, that doesn't quite work for us, but for the Greeks, that's where they saw the seat of emotions as coming from. Before we dismiss this, take a moment to think about it. We have a similar saying involving our innards, if you will. Uh, we sometimes say of someone who is bold and brave, that person has a lot of guts. Now, whether we feel nervous, scared, excited, or elated, it impacts our digestive tract. We speak of having butterflies. We either tell people that we aren't hungry, we're living on love, or we tell them that our stomachs are queasy. At times, our stomachs are churning, all because we are feeling 
emotional. And since our emotions impact all of our innards from our bellies down, the Greeks simply made this the center of human emotions. Now, if we come back to a question, where, where does love come from? Who is right? The ancient Greeks? The intestines? <laughs> or our modern thoughts? And we think of our hearts. Well, here's an idea. Love doesn't come from the heart. Love doesn't come from our intestine. Love does not come at first sight. Love does not come from a kiss. Love does not come from an emotion. Love comes from God. Love is of God. Have you ever wondered why is the human capacity for love so great? Why are we able to love in ways that sometimes stagger our imaginations? We're blown away by the depth and the capacity of our love for one another. And I submit to you that the human capacity for love is so great is because we are made in the very image and likeness of God, and God is love. As those who have been born again, born of God, as John puts it here, we love all the more. To make his point crystal clear, John puts it this way, everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God. For God is love. If we take all this to heart, if we let this truth abide in us, hopefully we will come to the place where people will say of ordinary people like you and me, that person is love. They are love. And that is not to discredit God, as we will see in a moment as we continue looking at this text in the coming podcast. God is love, and God is in us. God's love is being made perfect or complete in and through us. And so, of course, if that is true of God's people, then it is all the more appropriate for people to look at us and say they our love. Because love is not an emotion. Love is action. And as it turns out, love is a person. And his name is Jesus. God is love. And if God is living, dwelling, and abiding in the likes of you and me, then we too our love. Beloved, let us love one another because love is from God.